Welcome to A Conversation with Kai, episode four. So today's episode is going to be a bit of a triggering topic. It is about police violence and police brutality against minorities. So a trigger warning in the beginning of this episode, if you are easily um, triggered by this sort of topic, and if not, continue to listen. And let's get into it. We've seen it again and again, stories in the news that we all know way too well, a storyline we have become accustomed to all too quickly, the story of a black man or woman being stopped for a traffic stop and inevitably never getting to leave that traffic stop alive, or a story of someone simply doing an everyday task like jogging or watching TV within their own home, being killed for absolutely no reason. That's what I've witnessed, and that's what we've witnessed and seen for years now, and just recently again with the tragic tragic and devastating death of Tyree Nichols. Rest in power to him, and I wish all the best for his family moving forward. Today's video will be slightly heavy and somewhat triggering topic, so once again, if you're triggered easily by the mention of police violence, I suggest you don't listen, but otherwise, let's get into it. There have been several instances of police brutality and violence that have happened over the years. Let's talk about a couple. All instances that have happened over the years are, of course, important, but I don't want to make this video, um, this episode, too long. Which is sad that if I talked about everyone and what happened, this video would be, this episode would be well over an hour long, simply for that reason alone. However, let's continue. George Floyd, who allegedly... Uh, tried to use a counterfeit $20 bill. He was arrested and had his neck laid on by the knee of police officer Derek Chauvin for a total of nine whole minutes. Breonna Taylor, who was sleeping in her own home, her and her boyfriend were sleeping, and three plainclothes police officers were executing a search warrant on a drug case and entered the home. The two thinking it was a robbery, her boyfriend fired his legally owned firearm, and in the crossfire, Miss Taylor was shot eight times. Stephen Clark, who was only 22 years old. He was standing in his grandmother's backyard and the police said they believed he was holding a gun when in reality it was only his smartphone. They shot him more than 20 times. Philando Castile. He was pulled over for a simple traffic stop. He had informed the officer beforehand who had pulled him over that he had a legally owned firearm and seconds later footage later showed him being shot by the officer. The aftermath of the killing of Mr. Castile was captured on Facebook Live by his girlfriend, Diamond Reynolds, who was in the car along with their four-year-old daughter, Alton Sterling, for selling CDs and DVDs. Two police officers confronted him for selling outside a shop, and later he was tased, brought to the ground forcefully, and then was shot six times, all this being caught on footage. Freddie Gray, who was arrested and thrown into the back of a police van, later left unattended. He was left in the van for 45 minutes and was later found with his spinal cord nearly severed, hands and feet shackled, and without a seatbelt as he was thrashed and thrown around in the back of the van during the ride. Eric Garner, who was said to have been allegedly selling loose cigarettes. Officer Daniel Pantaleo held Mr. Garner down in a chokehold and didn't release him for 11 minutes, even after Garner pled to him for several minutes that he couldn't breathe. Tamir Rice, he was so young, only 12 years old. Only moments after coming to the park, Rice was shot by a police officer who then tackled his 14-year-old sister. They tackled his sister and put her in the back of a police car. It took officers four minutes to give aid to Rice. Because of this, he died in the hospital the following day because of his injuries and the accident. 
Now I could go on and on about the many, many people we have lost over the years, but let's get down to some statistical data about these tragic occurrences. According to MappingViolence.org, black people are 2.9 times more likely to be killed by the police than their white counterparts. According to data by the Washington Post, who also collected data on police violence in 2021, the police killed upwards to at least 1,055 people. Once again, going back to MappingViolence.org, they found that there had been 169 days in 2022 where the police killed a black person in the U.S. Also, Along with this, police killed 254 black people in 2022 alone. According to their research as well, police killed five more black people in the U.S. through November 2022 compared to the same period of time the previous year in 2021. What even is the definition of police brutality? Some people have differing opinions on what it could be, what it looks like, among other things. But the definition of police brutality is the excessive and unwarranted use of force by law enforcement against an individual or a group of people. It is an extreme form of misconduct and is a civil rights violation. With this definition in mind, the instances I talked to you all about before the statistics and especially what we saw in the body cam footage of Tyree Nichols, that's exactly what the definition of police brutality is and it's played out again and again in scenes we're all too familiar with. Now, I would like to go into some next steps, and I have a couple of bullet points that I will just freely talk about, but the first thing is defunding the police. Now, what I mean about defunding the police is not stopping the complete funding of the police forces in the United States. What I mean by this is to put the trillions and millions of dollars that police get every year to what is seemingly not working with their funding to get new programs or more training and put it into more community-based working um, facilities and to help the people that are surrounded and that are um, being policed by these certain police stations and along with this to help divert the money that is being funded to these police stations into things that these police officers truly need to learn more about mainly that being bias training um more training overall, more health and mental health screenings, and more consistent mental health screenings um, over the course of their career, as well as consistent bias training, consistent training overall throughout their entire career, not just the short period of time that police officers have to train and do their mental health checks, but that comes up consistently every year, every couple of months. My next topic is putting more time into police training as a whole because I feel like the period of time that police training takes is just way too short for the kind of misconduct, the kind of things we are seeing from these police officers. So I think putting more time into training, making the period much longer, and also doing consistent training throughout the year every couple of months would definitely help with... um kind of helping with de-escalation of situations and how police officers can learn and train to um, prepare themselves for different situations that they're in so that these horrible accidents and these horrible occurrences do not happen every time we see the news and is about another killing from a police officer. 
As I said earlier, constant and consistent training in mental health screenings. Now, being a police officer is not the easiest job in the world. There are things that police officers see that can really affect their mental health and can really affect the way that they approach certain situations based on their history as an officer. And if there are more consistent training and mental health screenings for police officers, not just in the beginning, but throughout, um, or just more consistency throughout, then this can help a lot with how police officers um, approach people and situations in different demographics, as well as how they also um, um, do their job and do it better than how a lot of um, police stations have been doing over the years. Sometimes police officers see some really graphic and sometimes some really traumatizing things that people just should not see sometimes or that people should not have to experience. And with mental health screenings, being able to give them the support and the funding into that support, there can be a lot more help with mental health so that in the future they can approach things much better and so their mind is at a point where they can accurately and effectively approach certain situations. My final topic for next steps is more awareness and acknowledgement of the facts and importance of police violence as a whole. What I mean by this is the importance and awareness and the acknowledgement that there is a disparity within the system and our society and how the police genuinely react to certain demographics, how there may be um, biases through different people and how they might interact with each other. And just acknowledging the fact that this is truly an issue, this is literally a problem and has been a problem for a very long time and it's time to really put in the resources, put in the time, put in the money to fix this issue, fix this problem, fix this problem that has happened for so long. Certain legislation, certain money, sometimes it doesn't go to the right places, it doesn't go to the right people, and sometimes it never makes it to its final destination. And we have to make sure that the importance, awareness, and acknowledgement of the facts of the statistics, of the situations, of the videos, of the body cam footage that we have seen over the course of these few years is really ingrained and really pushed into people that this is a tragic and serious situation that needs a lot of care and um, money and and um, awareness put into it because I don't think some people understand just how important, how serious, how incredibly important this issue is for a lot of people, a lot of people of color, a lot of black people, a lot of minorities. And it is a genuine fear among millions of Americans when they get pulled over by the police. And some people never have to um, have that conversation or have that realization that they could be next or that they could put themselves in that person's shoes and that could be them, that could have been them. And that sort of acknowledgement, that sort of um, understanding could go a very long way. And that sort of education, just educating yourself, educating others, helping other people understand could definitely go a long way with the progression of how we deal with this sort of situation. Thank you guys so much for, for listening to today's episode. 
Um, I know this is probably a very heavy subject, so if you did stick through the entire, like, 13 minutes that I talked to you, I really, really appreciate it. Um, the next episode is gonna be pretty light. It's literally gonna be about, um, Krishan Rock and Blueface, <laughs> so... Um, is going to be a much lighter topic than this, but I just really thought that in light of Tyree Nichols and what tragically happened to him, I really thought that this was an important topic to bring to the forefront and to bring to you guys to listen to and to acknowledge. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's, um, episode and I hope to see you guys in the next one. Bye!